Welcome to the APM podcast. APM is the chartered body for the project profession. My name is Emma DeVita and I'm the editor of Project, APM's quarterly journal and your host. In this podcast, I speak to Heiko Ringi Jonasson, Professor of Project Management at the University of Reykjavik. He kindly invited me over early in the year to visit Iceland and find out more about the projects being undertaken there and how the university specifically through its Masters in Project Management course is helping create the project professionals needed to take the country through its latest transformation. You can read all about it in the spring issue of the journal, so don't miss that. But now Heiko talks to me about his unusual entry into project management and how the Icelandic mindset is something we can all benefit learning from. Welcome Heiko, you're in Reykjavik. What's it like in Reykjavik? at the moment it's really nice uh, it's quiet it's not raining not snowing at the moment it's a quiet uh, beautiful morning in Reykjavik oh, so it was wonderful to visit earlier in the year um, and I was so impressed by what you're doing at the university and helping to shape the next generation of project professionals which there seems to be a very strong demand for in in Iceland at the moment You have a little bit of an unusual background coming to project management. Could you talk a bit about how you you found yourself um, teaching the Masters in Project Management at the University of Reykjavik? Yes, that's true. Uh, My background is rather unusual um, in the School of uh, Technology. So I'm a theologian. I have a strong background in psychology also and uh, philosophy but uh, since early on, I was always doing things. So I'm very uh, practical in everything I do. I remember when I was a kid, I, I worked in a farm when I was nine to 17 years old in the summertime. That was regarded as a, something that uh, was good for children to do. So I built houses. I have, uh, I know how to uh, smelt. I can uh, do all kinds of different things. So uh, throughout my life, I've always been uh, very keen on getting things done. So uh, when I came back from my PhD studies in New York, I went into theology. I also have some background in economics, and but I, I pursued a, ca- a career like in, in theology with a, a focus on psychology. So my PhD is in a field called psychiatry and religion. And I worked as a hospital chaplain uh, at Lenox Hill Hospital in New York. And I also did uh, training as a psychoanalyst. And when I came back to Iceland, I hooked up with my good friend Helgi Thor Inkason, and we, and he had gotten very interested in in this new field, project management. And we wanted to do something together, so we sat down, and he explained to me briefly what uh, project management is, and. And actually with a, a senior uh, engineer that had kind of been his uh, mentor in, in, in project management, a man with a very long uh, experience in, in the field and kind of kind of the, the godfather of, of project management in Iceland. So after uh, a very interesting encounter where we were three sitting together, uh, I said to them, let me go home and think deeply what I can bring into the field. Two days later, we met again and, and I came back with ideas about, let's say, self-management, how to cope with stress, uh, negotiations, how to engage people in, in uh, conversations, uh, interpersonal communications, 
conflict management, crisis management, uh, cultural uh, implications of, of our works, uh, ethics, and I could go on and on. So we kind of uh, brought all of this together and we created a program called Project Leadership and uh, Project Management and Leadership. And that became a great success. And out of that grew this uh, uh, master's program, MPM program at Reykjavik University. It's, a, it's for professionals who have uh, experience and want to kind of renew themselves or take it further. I teach uh, four courses. It's uh, project leadership, uh, self-growth and development. I blend into it a lot of insights from the humanities and from uh, philosophy and from social sciences. There's a course on group dynamics and, and project teams. There's a course on project negotiations, conflicts and crisis. And then there's a course on uh, project management in diverse cultural settings. And I'm not teaching all of this on, on my own there. I bring in talent from all over the world. What impressed me was a kind of um, very deep exploration of you as an ind individual, how that informs your style as a project leader and, and the idea of how responsible you are as a professional. From your experience, both inside and outside the project profession, what qualities do you make your students aware of that, that makes for a successful project leader? Well, I've sometimes said, uh, and I'm very proud when my students that have been with us for two years, I meet them a few years later and they say, well, uh, I mean, the course was very interesting, but I'm still kind of uh, digesting all of the things that you touched upon. And, and I think it kind of boils down to the idea that we are kind of, uh, we are cultivating them. Uh, we are not just teaching them methods to, to deliver project objectives or things like that. We are really cultivating them to take a stand as, uh, as true professionals within society, within the industries, within uh, government. So they are not only like people who are just asked to do and deliver, but they're also people who can contribute and influence and transform, let's say, uh, how things are done, how we think about things and what, uh, what it constitutes to uh, be a, a professional and be a profession and what professionalism means. And this has all kinds of implications. So I'm teaching them critical thinking, ethical uh, uh, thinking, creative thinking, uh, self-awareness, uh, I, I basically teach them also things that uh, are usually only taught in uh, in clinical uh, education, meaning how to deal with uh, complicated people and uh, demanding human situations, because that's kind of very much when things get complicated often. And, and a cultural awareness, how to respect uh, people who are different, who think differently, and uh, I, I see when we when we are going through all of that uh, in the program, uh, it's stimulating. But for some, it's also very challenging sometimes because they want things to be just simple. But I think it was Einstein who said, "Let's make think, things as simple as possible, but not simpler." You know, I think that's uh, well, that's a good reminder. You know, yeah. When I came to Reykjavik, I, was, I noticed 
how much construction was going on. I mean, there were just cranes everywhere and there were, it seems like a very exciting time for projects. Could you give us an overview of what it's like in Reykjavik at the moment and the number of projects happening and, and the demand for project professionals now? I'm, I'm born 1966 and uh, and Reykjavik and Iceland was very, very different uh, uh, 1966 or when in my childhood from what you see now. When I was uh, growing up, there were very few foreigners here. The road that we drove to the south coast of Iceland, that was a mud road when I was a kid. And if you see pictures from the 70s, 80s from Reykjavik city, it's very, very, it's a very, it's like a small town, very few people on the streets, kind of. But now it's, uh, this has transformed and it's in a major transformation, uh, aesthetic society. So uh, there's a, there's immigration. So we need to really catch up with regards to infrastructure. I mean, we have 380,000 people, I think. And uh, I think we have now 2 million tourists a year. Ten years ago, there were maybe like 200,000, something like that. Uh, I mean, it, it has really taken off uh, as a modern society. And uh, so we are kind of catching up. We are building a new, uh, there's a new mega project. Uh, that's um, the new university hospital. We are building bridges all around the country. Uh, I mean, when I was a kid, uh, the, you couldn't drive around the island because there were not bridges everywhere and uh, technological infrastructures, let's say, uh, internet, you have a, you have a fiber uh, connection in all households in Iceland. It's a very big island, uh, but we are very few. So uh, yeah, and power plants and uh, road constructions and uh, apartment uh, houses. But I remember also before 2008, there were also a lot of cranes. And I, I then I, we kind of, some people said, well, hey, you should be careful if there's like all of those uh, construction cranes, you know, something is off, you know, you might be uh, heading for a disaster kind of a thing. But uh, the Reykjavik city is, is growing a, a lot. So we, we really need uh, there's a very strong demand for uh, housing here. It's a very vibrant place and uh, there's, there are many things going on. So the demand for project professionals must be high. Who are the people on your courses and where do they end up going? They come from uh, all uh, sectors of society. I mean, we have, uh, we have engineers who have been building power plants in, uh, in Iceland, uh, aluminium smelters in Georgia and, or, and in Russia and in Iran. And uh, we have people who have been involved in geothermal uh, enterprises in, in Africa and in South America. We have people from in aviation, we have educators, uh, teachers, healthcare professionals, IT people, business people. We have also actors and now there are actually two ballerinas that are kind of changing their careers. So, um, and uh, they are very dedicated, uh, make uh, excellent uh, uh, material for good project managers because they are very dedicated and very uh, disciplined. And, uh, and it's interesting to see how they work. Do you detect a changing attitude towards project management? It's something that is a a big profession, an attractive profession to consider now? I kind of uh, came into this field uh, when it was uh, the, the notion of something uh, specific called project management or professional project management. Uh, 
kind of was gaining momentum when I when I entered the field. Since then, we have been really producing uh, and, and uh, certifying people with the knowledge and the skills and the competence to go out and prove themselves. Um, and uh, me and Helgi and, and our programs have been absolutely in the forefront in this. Now some other uh, are starting to provide education in, in project management as well. But, uh, but what is happening now is also that our students are coming back with a uh, loaded with experience. Uh, and uh, so I think we are now at the threshold of like a, a new, uh, new uh, era in project management in Iceland where we have loads of people that uh, know what project management is. They uh, see themselves as project management professionals. And, uh, and now it's all, it's kind of harvest time when, when, when we are really seeing the, 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 the flourishing of the profession uh, in the, in, in the fields or so to speak, or, and we, we need to kind of, uh, uh, also be at the forefront and that's why we have been constantly being making adjustments to the program and we are always looking for new or exploring new opportunities. I, I, um, I wanted to talk to you about something I found fascinating when I was in Reykjavik which is the exposure to the Icelandic mindset which is very just do it. Can you can you tell us a bit about that? It was something we talked about a lot when I was there but What's the phrase you have, um, you know, about getting stuff done? Because it is very much let's just get on with it. And how does that, how is that an advantage when it comes to project management? And then also, what are the disadvantages that need to be countered? Yeah, well, I think when when you were here, I, I tried to inject you with uh, some ideas about uh, how brilliant and uh, bright and we are. Uh, I mean, in in many cases, we are just like other uh, people. Uh, and there are certain things that are not so maybe mature, so to speak. I mean, we are we are still learning. We are sometimes not overly organized. We are sometimes a little bit uh, ignorant. We are a little bit sometimes too uh, sure about ourselves. Uh, that's kind of the islanders mentality. I mean, there is some kind of a, people are, you know, greedy and, you know, people are trying to get away with things like anywhere else, I guess. But if we if you look at the of the positive sides, I mean there are few things that uh, I think really uh, are good when it comes to uh, project management. I mean you don't need to teach us to be agile. I think we are very agile. Uh, we are also very versatile. We we can if we we think it's not working, it's easy for us to turn around and uh, explore new options. But that might also be because we are very small and there's a relatively much trust in like social capitals, trust in society. It must also be informed by the environment in which you live. I mean, you live on volcanoes. That must inform the way you think as well. Yeah, I mean, that's uh, why why plan too much when we you have to be like, uh, you have made plans and then there's an eruption and then there's a blizzard, then there's this and that. I mean, I was in in, Lo in London once, or uh, I think no, I was in New York, and the, the, all the train system in the UK is shut down, and I was surprised it it didn't feel like uh, 
you know, nothing to us. We sent our kids to school in, in blizzards, you know. So uh, we are very uh, adjustable. We are very flexible. We are, uh, we are, uh, we can, we have a lot of uh, stamina for uh, change, I would say. We are curious. We are witty, I think, in our own way. Uh, we are relatively, we are pretty respectful and, and very accommodating. I mean, we will, we will always try to help everyone. And that all of those qualities can be really good in project management. And the, the ability to just get on with something. I think that was what impressed me as well. That's right. The, the phrase that you're asking about is this uh, uh, because, you know, people might say, oh, my God, this is now this is going to be a, this is a disaster. You know, it would be awful and this doesn't work, you know, you, and we will say, oh, no, this will be OK. Come on, that kind of thing. We will figure it out somehow. And uh, and I think that's, uh, I mean, the positive side, it, it, it's kind of optimism. But uh, the downside is that it's like a, you know, lack of planning sometimes and, and uh, lack of willingness to comply to... Uh, objectives or you know we, we just want to do it our our way i mean we are independent people we are like uh, and independence here means to be that that you might it basically means that you don't have to deal with anyone you know you're just uh, doing things on your own in your own way and and highly highly self-reliant that's right yeah and yeah. resilient and i mean i mean you're involved with actually talk to us a bit about the work you do with the um the rescue service, because that must reflect an awful lot on the kind of challenges of working in a night <laughs> of living in Iceland as well. The Icelandic Search and Rescue Services are uh, volunteer. It's a big association that is they're like it's like clubs all around the island, and uh, mm, we can be called out any time, and we go out uh, and we just do our best to accommodate and be of help and uh, it can be the farmers it can be people running working in the fishing factories or it can be any all kinds of people the carpenter the the professor whomever so we, we just try our best to uh, help and uh, it, the help is for free that's also quite interesting or it has been for free because we want people rather to call us rather than to be afraid of being uh, being persecuted or uh, having to deal with their insurances and things like that. We just want to, to let... Uh, and so that, that kind of equality, that social... What do you say? It's a, it's a, it's a, very, it's a very beautiful thing that, uh, you know, we are not going to leave you alone. We, we will try our best to help. And I think that boils down into the project management. You know, we, we, we try to accommodate, we try to figure it out, we try to, oh, we will figure it out somehow. <laughs> no matter how bleak it becomes, it, it will be okay, you know. But, but I think that's, a f I would, if I was in a crisis situation at work or in a mountain, then I definitely think I'd want an Icelander there to tell me that everything is going to be all right. I mean, I'm just thinking about the crisis, that, the crises that people might face at work or, or just that situation when everything starts to go wrong. Have you got any words of advice um, if you suddenly find yourself in a crisis situation that that you can pass on from your work, working, you know, not only teaching on the, on the masters, but also from dealing with rescue situations? Any advice you would 
pass on to people? Well, have a plan. That's that's very important. You should have a plan, and uh, and uh, you should stick to the plan as long as you decide. So let's stick to plan A all the way until you decide to go to plan B. And then if that doesn't work, you go to plan C. So be uh, organized, have a plan, but also be flexible uh, if it doesn't work. So that is one thing I would also say, try to do what is interesting and uh, gives you joy, you know, rather than to, you know, don't waste your uh, life or your talent or whatever in something that is uh, miserable. So this is more general advice. I mean, the advice you give to to your students to make a successful career in project management. So, I mean, do do, do what you enjoy. Um, is there any other advice you would give for those setting out on, on a project management path? Be uh, critical in, in what you are asked to do. Uh, try to understand, well, what you want to do and, and uh, when you are defining what you want to do and then uh, think of it from different angles and and really try to uh, ac- accumulate as many uh, insights into it beforehand before you start then to plan and then uh, uh, execute your plans. Um, and this sometimes uh, demands that you look out of your convention out of your box, so to speak. And uh, and you, it also means that you try to be aware of biases and noise and, uh, and uh, politics and uh, all the aspects that might be influencing uh, you without you realizing it. So I think that's uh, something that I'm, I'm trying to make people be aware of. Because I think a professional has a, a very dire responsibility, uh, not only to themselves, but also to the team and the organization and to society at large, and even to uh, future generations. So, so put things into like an ethical perspective or into a, yeah, think deep when you're doing things, you know. And then all of the use all the methods that are at your disposals in, uh, disposal in, in from the the discipline. The project management is a is loaded with tools and techniques, but it's also a philosophy of life. I would say. I mean, when you look around, you can actually see. Oh, I can look at this as a project, and there's a project there. There's a project here, and uh, and that has some implications. You, you want to define and plan and execute and see things happen. And then you want to be able to finish it and move on and do something new. I think that's a very uh, good way to look at life also in general. Speak to people rather than speak about people, you know. Uh, try to always uh, be encouraging rather than undermining be uh, be kind and accommodating be uh, uh, open and listen deeply um, let let others teach you also think of it this way i mean what you give out is what you get back if you if you are happy and uh, 
and kind and uh, you that's what you get back and also be assertive in a, in a constructive way yeah something like that i mean it's no like, that's wonderful yeah. advice not only <laughs> just not only for project management for living life in general so thank you i feel as though i've got a, a nice insight into the Icelandic mindset there um, and into the exciting times that, that are happening in Reykjavik at the moment. Um, was there anything else you wanted to add? I think the future for project management is very bright. I think it's actually the method or the philosophy that will prevail in the new era. That is a very, we are living very exciting times. I mean, artificial intelligence, uh, technological automation, the international cooperation between universities and in research and in industries. And it's, it's very, uh, we are living very, very exciting times, but we don't know what it will mean to all of us. And I think the profession that will be very capable of navigating this, if people do things right, is the profession of project management because there will always be projects and there will always be uh, problems that need to be solved with projects. There will always be innovations that need to be designed and implemented. I think AI will do uh, many of the cognitive skills better than us and many of the behavioral skills, but in essence, what does it constitute to be a human being? And what does it constitute to be a, or mean to be a, a, a professional? I think that's uh, that's something that we should really, uh, are questions that we should really take to our hearts and try to answer in a, in a creative way. That's a wonderful way to end our, our conversation today. Thank you. Hey, good. That was so interesting. Thank you for your time. Thank you too. Thanks again to Heiko for joining us and don't forget to look out for more episodes of the APM podcast and to rate and review us wherever you get them from. We'd welcome you to get in touch with your comments, feedback and suggestions by emailing us at apmpodcast at thinkpublishing.co.uk. This podcast has been brought to you by APM, the chartered body for the project profession. For more information on APM, visit apm.org.uk.